The following content is explicit. Listener discretion is advised. And welcome back to the Red Rum Podcasters. I'm Kristen. And I'm Natasha. That's a little peppy, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. I know. That's like a lot peppier than my normal, like, I'm Natasha. <laughs> Maybe it's the, the weather today. Oh. We have been in Indiana hell for the last week. So, day before yesterday, somebody was telling me that they got on their weather app for the feels like, and it was 125 degrees. Yeah. Fuck that. I don't know when I decided to move to Satan's Taint, but it needs to not happen again. But this morning, you're right. Maybe that's what it is because it is fantastic outside. It feels like fall. Yeah, it's like 68 degrees, I think, is what my car said on the way yep. here this morning. Yep, no sun. It's nice. It's it cool. rained last night. Oh, it was mwah, chef's kiss. It's been great. Which is like the complete opposite of what it normally does when it rains. So that's how you know we're like transitioning into fall is whenever it gets cooler when it rains and not hot as balls. Yeah, you're not breathing in soup. Yeah. You're actually enjoying. Yeah. It's like, oh, this is fantastic. I walked outside, I was like, oh, it's it's getting to be spooky season, and I am so pumped. By the way, I'm on the hunt. I've been on the hunt for the last week for events. So I'm going to have to tell my mom, the the month of October, I'm going to need the babysittings. Yes. So I've been, I've been <laughs> scouting it out. So I'm hoping, you know, with going out to places, getting more experiences to share on here and that kind of thing. So just a heads up, I've I've got some that I'm I got my eyes on. We've got to wear a merch. I even tried to find some that were in the state, so it wouldn't be as bad. Yeah. Fingers crossed. The only bad part is my husband's gone for almost two weeks in the month of October. Well, that's a buzzkill. Yeah, him and his brother and his dad oh. and their friend are all going on a big hunting trip in Colorado. Well, I'd rather do that. There's... Ben is so excited. Like, it's kind of cute to see how excited he is. He's just excited to be able to, like, make these memories with his brother and his dad. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Well, so Clark's going to be gone now that you mentioned that. I totally forgot. It's Guys Weekend that he does every year where they go to Wisconsin. And usually I end up with drunk phone calls and it's a blast because. Oh, my I, gosh. That would be, like, the best. I, I mean, last time they called me, it was so funny because, I mean, he's drunk or a skunk. And he's like, honey, I love you so much, and I, I miss you. And I was like, how much have you had to drink? And he's, enough. Enough. And then I hear, give me the phone, give me the phone, give me the phone. And then all of a sudden, I have another friend, I miss you too. I love you. When are you going to come with us and hang out? And I don't know which one of his buddies it was, but then I hear, no, 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 give me the phone. So <laughs> I got tossed around to all of the friends, and they told me how much they loved me and how much fun it would be if, yo, we were all hanging out and <laughs> It was a good time. <laughs> well, the last time Ben went on a guy's weekend, they went to Vegas. And Eek. I got calls from the crazy ex-wife telling me that she didn't think that they were actually in Vegas. Oh, yeah. You told and, me about that. <laughs> I mean, this, this bitch calls me at like 7 a.m. on a Saturday. I'm eight months pregnant with a two-year-old also in the house. Uh. <laughs> and I've been by myself without my husband for help and she calls me she's like I don't think they're actually in Vegas and I was just like bitch if my husband tells me he's in Vegas he's in Vegas I've seen the pictures that's where we went for our honeymoon I know where he's at he's not sending me a picture from some random ass in and out burger yeah. out west like I know we went to that one <laughs> yeah like, my thing would have been if he's not in Vegas he's not going to survive if he gets home 
Okay, well, a little bit of personal info here. So my second husband and I, God, that sounds horrible. But anyway, so my second <laughs> husband and I, we went to Vegas and we got married in Vegas on Friday, to th- Friday the 13th. Nice. And so it was a good time. Uh, and but we had a blast and everything. So, but it was, it was so hot. It was like July and Vegas in July. Oh my God. I about melted. We went the week of Thanksgiving. (laughs) So we got married in November and then the week. So we went to work the week after our wedding. And then that next Saturday after our wedding, we left for Vegas and we were there for like Sunday, Monday and Tuesday. And we flew back Wednesday and we got in like really late Wednesday night. Yeah. And our first Thanksgiving is typically at my uncle's house. And that's my dad's side's Thanksgiving. He lived in Greenwood. So we just got a hotel up there so that we didn't have to like drive an hour and a half yeah. home and then drive an hour and a half back up. Yeah. That, so that we, like, been... roll up to Thanksgiving, like, suitcases in the back of the truck, <laughs> like, everything. That's, that's so awesome. we just start, and it was, like, it was, like, the nicest Thanksgiving because we didn't have to start so early. Yeah, like, you just, you know, relax, get, show up, have a good time, and then go home and, and deal yeah, with all of the I did have to, unpacking. I was like, man, I got to make sure I got something to wear for Thanksgiving whenever I pack, though. Stretchy pants? Yeah. <laughs> it's typically like leggings under a long shirt or dress. Yeah. So that's usually my go-to. Lately, I've kind of just went with the dress thing because the leggings are still kind of constricting when you eat too much food and your leggings are tight. So <laughs> I've just been rocking like the dress. I also have two littles that I have to chase around Thanks, like our Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah. I'm bored. I want to go home. I want to do this. It's usually hey, I'm going to go play basketball with, you know, Cousin X. Yeah. And I'm like, see ya. And I don't see him for a couple hours. And then it's like, okay, wrap it up. And Well, and like, M just runs around and like her older cousin, like her immediate cousins. Yeah. My brother-in-law's kids, they are so protective over her and they love to play with her so much. And she loves them too. They just take care of they just take care of her oh yeah just and there's always like an adult watching yeah you know, or playing with the kids yeah but then it's nice because there's like that separation of rooms where the adults can play cards or have a conversation yes. and the kids are so entertained that you can actually have that conversation yeah and then you just the hardest part's wrangling them yes <laughs> it's like herding cats yes but but we get it done that's awesome i'm i'm pretty excited so hopefully we get those on the books and and get to go in and stuff like that what do you have for us today? This one is state local. Ooh, state local. And it's, I mean, it's probably about, I think it's like two hours from where we live. That's not bad. But I actually have an uncle that lives there. Oh, <laughs> like, hey, did you know about this? It is not him. Although I wouldn't pe- put it past my aunt, like, to kill somebody, honestly, yeah, the way say, that she is. Given your topic, you know, in general, I'm hoping it's not him. No. <laughs> this is probably not going to end well. No. None of these stories will be about my personal family. Well, yeah. On the other hand, uh, some of mine will be yeah. <laughs> in the future. Actually, um, get another one on the books. Pretty excited about it. Yeah, you've already done that whole um, everything <laughs> that <laughs> goes bump in the night in my house. Yeah. <laughs> Just in case you weren't spooked already, we're going to make it happen. It's funny because like after, it was actually just a couple weeks ago after we had done that podcast. Mm-hmm. And I came home and it was dark out and my husband wasn't home. And I'm like, you know, I got to wrangle two children into the house. Yeah. 
in the dark. So I don't, I don't let M walk to the house oh, yeah. in the dark. I'll carry her in. Yeah. Whereas if we're coming home from daycare, she just walks herself in. And so I have to carry both of them. And and I got the eeriest feeling. Oh, and so I no. like I like called my mom and I was on the phone with my mom until I got in the house. <laughs> but it was kind of valid in the dark. Yeah. And this truck drives by and it honks at me. And That's I was, weird. And I didn't recognize the truck to be like someone that would honk driving past yeah. my house. Someone yelled something out their window. And so I'm like, fuck. Gotta get in the house before yeah, Hurry they, the fuck up. Lock like, the doors. Lock yeah. the windows. Get so the I, like, dog called, in. So I like, called my mom and was like, um, I'm gonna be on the phone with you till I get these kids in the house and I get my door locked. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's, yeah. Mm-mm. Nope. Nope. Yeah. So anyways. Yeah. So this one is from Crawfordsville, Indiana. Oh, yeah. I know this place. That happens. Like, I mean, you know, yeah. I know a lot of the core things in the state. That's kind of spooky spook. I found a site last night and was going through and there was actually some that were somewhat close that I wasn't aware of. Like I'm talking Cloverdale, Greencastle, that. And I was just like, hey, this could work. Okay. Granted, they're usually, you know, closed. What is it? They're only open dawn to dusk. So I'm not really sure how to do that without getting arrested. Yeah. But we could figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Are you ready for this? Let's do it. Okay. So. August 20th of 2020 in Crawfordsville, Indiana, two passerbys found a headless body hanging off of Sugar Creek Bridge. Jesus. Yeah. Okay. One, recent. Two, what the fuck? So they call 911. And a lot of this I saw, like, I heard the 911 call. I, like, a lot of my information from for this specifically came from a police interview with the suspect. Oh, nice. So the 911 call, one woman calls and she's like, I found a body. And the other lady's like, no, it's just a deer. (laughs) (laughs) And then she's like, no, go look at it. That's the weirdest looking deer I've ever seen. She's like, no, go look at it. And then you hear the other lady come back and she goes, yeah, that looks like an arm. (laughs) Oh my God. So the way this body was positioned on the bridge. So it wasn't like hanging over the guardrail. Uh It was stuffed under the guardrail. Ah, okay. Like, it maybe was meant to be, like, thrown into the creek, but maybe someone rolled up on the suspect or something. So, it was on that ledge between guardrail and river. Okay. That makes sense. I can see that being a little bit more, I better get a closer look to identify what it is versus it just like hunched over the railing and then be like, you know, like a drunk barfing in an alley and being like, it's a deer. That would be kind of stupid, but that makes more sense. Yeah. So she's like, no, go look at it. And the other lady comes back. She's like, oh yeah, that looks like an arm. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. While this 911 call is going on, Michael Parks was reporting his wife, Hope, missing. Hmm. And he said that she was missing as of August 18th. So, so two, two days. days. Okay. So he said he had been calling her phone and that she wouldn't answer. So he then went on to describe tattoos to the police, which included a heart with his name in it. Oh, that doesn't scream controlling bastard or anything. Hey, my husband has my name tattooed on him, and I did not make him do that. Oh, does he? Yeah. So that's my number one rule is I will never tattoo 
any man's name on me unless it is H man. Yeah. Um, well, you know, I have my kids' names tattooed yeah. on me. Oh, I've got, so he's, actually, now that I think about it, his name's not on me, but I have his footprints from his birth certificate on me. Uh, but I don't think I could ever, so my dad, okay, my dad had a heart with wife number one, then marked out wife number one and put wife number two, then marked out wife number two, or I just, somewhere my mom is in there. And then marked it out. And then it's like another one. It's, it's like he's got like a hit list or something like on his arm. And to me, that just screams white trash. His arm is like, never mind. <laughs> yeah. It's like, well, here's my here's my hit list here. Here's my like history. legit just like X's like marked they, out. They were just marked out with another name on it. And I'm like, <laughs> what are you doing? Because I've never I mean, obviously, I've never met your dad. Yeah. Thank God. You should be thrilled about that. So like this little these bits of information are always kind of funny to yeah, me. Yeah, it, it it's just it's it's bad. So I I just always said I would never put anyone's name on me because I'm also a pessimist and I'm I'm always thinking something you know could happen or or whatever and I I don't want to deal with that because one like it'd be really hard to cover it up. Yeah. And and two if if I wanted to get it removed it's painful and expensive. So so my tattoos are my kids is birth flower mm-hmm. with their name in the stem that's cute though so after i got that my husband went and he got their birth flowers with their names in like the middle of them and they're like great bit they're on his chest yeah. and it kind of coincides so his dad has like peony bushes yeah up right next to his house and whenever they're in full falling over because the blooms are so yes. big ben will go and cut some for me and bring them down to Aww, me oh that's so, nice yeah so it's kind of like a dual like meaning and so i was like what happens if we get a divorce? And he goes, if we get a divorce, it's your fault. So, <laughs> I mean, technically, I mean, you are, it is the kids and you're the mom. So, I mean, I guess it still make, makes sense even if something does happen or, yeah, or something. We kind of have, like, we've had discussions about, like, how there are very certain things, like, there are very specific things that will cause us to get a divorce. But anything else besides that one specific thing. Oh, yeah. It can be fixed. Yeah. And, like. Divorce isn't an option for us. We had that discussion before we got married. I'm horrible. I'm just like, dude, it's a piece of paper and I'm out. I've been there, done that, super easy. <laughs> just saying, just a little paperwork, a little, little bit of administrative work and you're out of there. But my yeah, mom, so My mom even tried to convince him to not get my name on him. Yeah, it's just, I think my mom would be the same way. I mean, I have a lot of tattoos anyway. And one of the things I tell people, you know, I have tattoos everywhere. So I'm like, I mean, unless, I think unless you chop off my left arm. I mean, you could totally disassemble my body, but as long as you don't just find the left arm, you'll know who I am because yeah. there's tattoos everywhere. Even if you found my head and you couldn't figure out who I was, like I've got a tattoo behind my ear. Yeah. It's like, I'm, I can be identified because I have so many tattoos. Maybe I need to take that approach. I need more tattoos. See? Yeah, I do too. <laughs> uh, so please uh, donate to our Patreon and we will work on that. We'll get, <laughs> I want to get the, the podcast brand. On my ass cheek. So I actually. <laughs> and so, then they're like, oh, makes sense. <laughs> dis- disclaimer. Uh, so one of the thoughts that I had at one point was at some point I wanted to do a thing where not only can you sign up for our Patreon f- for donations and that kind of thing. I actually have a PayPal on the website that people can donate for. And I thought about doing a thing where, you know, if, if we donate enough in there, like I will go get our emblem tattooed on my body somewhere. It'll. And I'll post a picture, which means that it'll have to be somewhere that's at least PG-13 
rated and and make that happen because I just think that'd be hilarious and it'd be awesome, you know, and, and the podcast is part of me now. And yeah. so I think it'd be really awesome to have it on there. So maybe in the future we'll, we'll work on that. So anyways. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> the police told him to come to the station because they had actually found a headless body that morning that matched Hope's description. That's some interesting timing. So during an interview with the police, Michael stated that he and his wife had been arguing over their son lately. Rut row. <laughs> mm, that's always a bad topic. I guess their son was into drugs at the time and that his son brought drugs into the house. So Michael kicked him out and didn't want him staying there. Makes sense. I'd do the same. Hope wanted him to be able to stay at the house. Pushover. Okay. Enabler. Mm -hmm. He then told Hope to choose between him and the son. Been there. It's me or him, bitch. So been there. Hence the my second husband and I are divorced. Yeah. Because I was tired of forking money over to people who didn't appreciate us. And I couldn't explain to him that he was not a human ATM. So I gave up because I was not about to sit there and have all of our money go to people that didn't appreciate it and would not work to support themselves as adults and make horrible decisions. Michael admitted to the police that he had anger issues. Oh, geez. And that he takes meds for it. Okay. Well, same, same. He admits to wanting to hurt his son and that's why he couldn't let him stay at the house. Okay. At least he's being honest. I'm going to hurt him if he stays here. He needs to not stay here, Which right? Is, I think it's good that he's being honest. And, I mean, also, it's not, you know, I'm, I'm going to hurt my wife. It's, I'm going to hurt the son. And the wife is missing. So I can see where this could not be as bad, yeah. maybe. In this police interview, he seems to be painting his wife as a controlling and toxic person. Convenient. He told the police that during an argument, his wife threw her wedding ring and her keys at him and got into a white or silver Honda. I'm out, bitch. And then hmm. apparently had someone on on standby ready to pick her up. Yeah, that seems a little odd that yeah. somebody's just rolls up as conveniently yeah. as she throws yeah. her keys and wedding ring at him. Exactly. That's kind of what I'm thinking. Just mm. That's what I thought, too. The police got consent from Michael to search his house. Okay. And what they would find at the property would only raise more questions about Hope's disappearance. Mm -hmm. When asked if she had anyone that would want to hurt her, Michael answers no, but follows it up with, quote, she knows how to piss people off. Okay, I feel like that's not a good answer. Yeah. The police confronts Michael about finding blood at his house, and he responds that he had cut himself. At least it wasn't, she was on her period. That seems to be the go-to for, you know, husbands. She was on her period. That's why there's blood all over my house. Like, she's walking around, like, Free bleeding, no underwear, like nothing. it's the 1700s, and, you know, she's just walking around with a washcloth between her legs or something. (laughs) Sitting on a bucket for a week because she can't get up. (laughs) So this is going to be gross, but just because Ah! you brought it up. I watched this video where okay. this girl who weightlift power lifts uh-huh. while she was powerlifting, her diva cup broke. Well, so I watched one and they were like peeing all over themselves. 
Oh, no. They, I've seen multiple, like, where they lift it, and then they just start peeing everywhere. Like, she was in the middle of the lift and just threw it down, walked away, and her boyfriend's like, what the fuck's going on? And, like, so they ended up cleaning her up, got her into different pants, and was able to complete so, her workout. So, well, my, my thing here is I would have panicked. Oh, yeah. Only because I'm thinking, if, if you're pushing yourself to the limit and you are lifting something from a squatting position, I have heard horror stories of you lift and your insides become your outsides. Yeah. And that's what I would be afraid of if I saw, like, all of a sudden just a a massacre in your britches. I'd be like, oh, my God, are those your intestines? What the fuck? Well, she, like, felt it break. Oh, yeah. So, anyway. Sorry. He said that the blood found in his garage was from when he cut his finger. Wow. Like it's I been one hell finger. of a cut. Yeah. Uh, I don't. Yeah. I mean, unless it's one of those damn onion slicers. I've seen what it can do to a finger. Bless his heart. <laughs> Clark was bleeding all over the fucking place. I was like, what the hell's happening? The police then tells Michael that he believes that Michael did something to Hope. And he just like shrugs it off. Like oh it's God. nothing. That he was just accused of he murdering did... his wife. He didn't even defend himself. Or, or get worked up or, or, or anything? He's just, meh. <laughs> huh. He's like, okay, here we go. So after this, the cop then drops the bomb. Ooh. He is vague at first and just tells Michael that they found, quote, everything. Okay. I hate when they use traps. Michael then asks what everything was. Because that doesn't scream, I'm guilty. Like, what do you mean, everything? I mean, Did granted, you find the head that I hid in the closet? <laughs> we'll get to that. I have no idea where the head's at, but <laughs> I'm assuming it's a closet. The cop then replies with, quote, the rest of her, her head in the basement. Oh, I was close. He barely gave any reaction to finding oh, out that God. these cops... Found his wife's head in his basement. <laughs> what? Guilty. Oh my! Like no, re- uh, no reaction like, at all. No, like there was nothing. Well, maybe. <laughs> maybe. I don't know. If you were in shock, would you not respond well? I mean, you would at least give a. Oh my god! Like right? Like an oh my gosh! Yeah. What? The fuck? Like what? Yeah. No. But nothing. Like, prove it. Show me. Show me. Nothing. Oh, my God. Okay. Ugh. But the head isn't all they found. What? Well, if the rest of her was on the bridge, what else is down there? They found blood everywhere. The garage, the the gravel in the driveway, in the grass beside the patio, on the patio, on the ramp to the patio. They found a bloody footprint in the garage. I'm sorry. I wish I could see my face right now. Um, a little confused because that is a lot of places to have blood. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I mean, how do you? How does that even happen? I mean, you'd have to like chop the head off and then like sling it around or drag it around like a sack of potatoes. <laughs> I mean, how would you get blood everywhere? I'm not 100%. Especially with it ending. Well, okay, hold on. The head's in the basement. So it started in the basement. No. It didn't? 
I will get into that. Okay. Okay. So we'll 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 de- we'll dive a little bit deeper. I'm just here. trying to to picture this this trail and how the hell you spray blood all over the place. So they found a 22 shell casing in the yard next to the patio. Oh. Okay. The police also found blood on the steps down to the basement. Okay. As well as drag marks in the dirt of the basement floor. Okay. So this basement is like, it's more of a cellar. So kind of like mine. Where like the floor is like dirt. It's okay, not like concrete. Dirt, but yeah. Okay. 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 I've seen these in movies. Yeah. So they also found large bloody zip ties and some torn plastic down aye, in the aye, basement. Aye, 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 aye. And okay. Hope's head had been wrapped in plastic bags and barely buried in the basement and had been covered with flex ducts. That's just the 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 poor thinking here. <laughs> like there's there's no precautionary I don't want to make a mess. And I will say this too. His excuse for the twenty two shell casing was that he was trying to shoot a groundhog that had been in his yard. Oh, okay. I've, I've been there. And. Hell, my mother has been there. And it ran off before he was able to shoot it. Oh. Well, my, mom's, more into that later. my mom's more of a man than he is. Yeah. Get, she got the fucker. Yeah. I'll get into more of that later, okay. but I just wanted to give you that little tidbit first. You remember how I said that he had been trying to call his wife? Yes. Yeah. Oh my God, where's the phone? The phone was in the safe in the home. (laughs) (laughs) Like, what? I mean, why would you put your A phone in a safe? To hide it. But, but you know what I mean? Like, if, if you're trying to make a believable story, you know, like you, you chuck it off it. the bridge with the body. Yes. Yeah. Not very or smart. Or out this the one. window on the way to the bridge. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, Michael, so with all of this being circumstantial evidence, he kept denying it, obviously. Oh, my God. Circumstantial, and my ass. He told the cops that they should talk to his son. Okay. I can. I, I can understand that. But, like, also think about it. The mom's the one that wanted the son to be able to stay at home. But the son was jacked up on drugs. That's true. And could possibly not be thinking clearly. I mean, I I can see that perspective of, you know, he comes home, he's high. Yeah. And the mom, he might have a conversation with the mom. And the mom's like, you know, hey, dad says you can't stay here. Blah, 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 blah. Things escalate and he loses his shit. So, the cop was obviously not buying any of this bullshit that he was trying to lay down. That smells good. And they, he asked for a lawyer. Good move. And he is then placed in handcuffs and is taken to a holding cell. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Over the next few days, the cops follow up on looking at the house and cars and such. Four days after he was taken into custody, Michael tells the cops that he wants to talk without a lawyer, and then he proceeds to say that they were arguing and he was on the back porch after everyone left, 
He was on the back porch after everyone left, and he grabbed the gun to shoot a groundhog, but it had left before he had the chance to, so he shot the gun into a tree three times. Poor Kay. Just out of anger that he missed the groundhog. Like, he didn't get to shoot the groundhog. He's just like, oh, fuck it. Boop, 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 right? Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, okay. I'm not sure the logic there, but all right. And that's why the 22 shell casing was outside. Not he, three of them? I think they only found one. I would just assume that, like, if you're standing in one spot shooting. Maybe the, the f- other two casings ended up on the patio and he, like, picked them up. Oh, maybe. Okay. So he went into the house then to clean the gun. Oh, Jesus. Here we go. And Hope was cooking dinner. Okay, I see where this is going. Only because, like in my head, I'm picturing like my sister's house, and the way the kitchen and the t- dining room table set up. I can see because the table is is pointing in the direction of the kitchen, so I can I can see the the setup in my mind uh, of how this could possibly be going bad fast. He says that. The gun discharged in the house, and it shot her. (laughs) Of course. He said he cleaned everything up, and everything else was just a blur. (sighs) But Um, I, okay, I'm sorry. uh, If I accidentally, if I accident, if it's truly an accident. Did he call for help? No. (laughs) That's what I was saying. If I accidentally shoot somebody, I'm calling for fucking help. Yeah. Not, oh, it's all a blur, and somehow she lost her head. Oh, my God, that sounded horrible. <laughs> <laughs> like she's got an attitude problem. She lost her head. Oh, Jesus. Also, we are in a family that is very hunt-heavy, gun-heavy. Yes. We know we you know, do not point the gun. Yes, you do not point the gun at anything you do not intend to kill even or if shoot. It's, even if it's not loaded, you do not no. point it. You do not point that gun in any direction of anything that you do not intend to shoot and or kill. And eat. Yeah. Yes. You shoot to kill, you kill to eat. Well, actually, it's you aim to shoot, you shoot to kill, you kill to eat. Unless it's target practice. But. Yeah. It's, if I, if God forbid something ever happened and I accidentally shoot somebody, my first instinct is not, oh shit, I got to clean this up. My first instinct is, oh shit, I got to call for help. <laughs> I'm over here going, I'm not going to lie. I might go, oh shit, I better stop this blood from going everywhere. And well, then I'll I mean, call for help. That is helping in its own way, though. Yeah. Like, if you're stopping the bleeding, you're helping the person stay alive. Oh, I was talking about, like, the mess on the floor. Oh. So it doesn't, you know, leak under the oven and start stinking <laughs> in a couple days. But, God, I am horrible. But no, like, you might be doing that, but you're going to be on the phone with 911. True. No. Actually, knowing me, it'd be like, pow, and then I'd be like, oh my God, where's my phone? I can't find my phone. Yeah, right. Hey, Siri, call 911. Oh, don't call 911, Siri. Oh, shit. You triggered mine, too. <laughs> we almost had an incident. Sorry. Just kidding, Siri. Just kidding. <laughs> oh, Wait, you triggered my Siri. Whew. Well, you know. But, anyways. <laughs> He then says that he wrapped her in a tarp and took her to the basement so he could clean everything up. Okay. They then informed him that the bullet wound had gunshot residue around the wound, meaning that it was a close shot. 
Like, not a, I'm at the dining room table, table. Yeah, you're yeah. 40 feet away at the stove. I mean, it's got to be, I mean, usually, depending on the gunshot residue, it's got to be, what, one to four inches away from the intended hole? Oh, I get more into that. Oh, okay. But, okay. So, if he accidentally shoots her in the kitchen. Yeah. but he's Wraps he, her in a tarp. He is at the table. But, but what I'm saying is, is he, yeah. he wraps her in a tarp and takes her to the basement. Yes. Then how the fuck is the blood everywhere else? See what I'm saying? Here's my theory on that. You got to get the body out somehow. And all the blood's not going to be drained out of that body. But I mean, it quits pumping once the heart stops. But like, if I'm dragging Unless a body. Unless you're in the tarp and then the tarp's leaking. That. Or, you know, like gravity. If you're holding this body oh at an angle. God. Yeah. Okay. Even though it's not pumping, the body, like, the blood is still draining out of the body. Yeah, yeah, I guess, I guess, yeah, that makes sense, that makes sense. Okay, just out of curiosity, when they found the body, was it clothed, or was she naked? I'm pretty sure she was clothed. Okay, so, just reverting back to the cell phone thing, why not put the phone in her pocket? I don't know. Okay, just saying. Because he's fucking dumb. For all those out here uh, planning something, you know, the pocket's a good place. So after the cop told him about the GSR, uh, he starts to panic a little bit. <laughs> and he tried to tell them that I don't, he didn't know how close it was. Okay. If I'm five feet from someone or I am like right up on them, I would know. He's just trying to cover his ass at this point. Um, the cops then confront him with not only that was their GSR, but it was more likely a contact wound. Oh, shit balls. I don't know how close I was, but the gun was right up to her head. Yeah, exactly. Like- well, and then, did, <laughs> did they ever find his clothing? Because, I mean, he'd have to have, I mean, he'd have blood and, and probably, where, did it say where she was shot? Was she shot, like, in the back? Or was she shot, like, in the head or armor? She was shot in the head. Okay, so then there'd be probably some brain remnants, like, on his clothing, right? Yes. Okay. Hmm. I wonder what happened to those. I have no idea. That was hmm. not part of it. Oh my god. Well, I'll see if you. I'll see if you get to it. I'll see if you get to it before I ask. Okay. They say it's a contact wound. Okay. He then tried stalling by asking for water. He's like, can I, can I, can I get water now? I need, I, I need water. I I'm choking water. on my own lies. Yeah. Can I get some water? <laughs> but in the end, that doesn't work. Like, they get him the water, but, like, it didn't stall anything. Well, yeah. I mean, what's it going to do? I mean, they pretty much got everything on him, aside from him saying, I did it. So he keeps saying that she must have been closer than what he thought. You think? He, he didn't He didn't put the gun to the back of her head. Then how the fuck did it get there? Huh? Tonto? Yeah. Then all of a sudden... We get talk of some kind of hamburger getting knocked to the ground and off the stove. So I'm assuming what she was making for oh dinner was hamburgers. Oh my god, oh my god. I'm I'm having brain matter burgers in my head. <laughs> like CSI, you need to come in here, collect all of it. We don't know what's brain and what's burger. <laughs> like, oh my god. So I do not want burgers like, ever again. So this seems like a stupid thing, but what I think they're trying to insinuate 
is that there was a struggle. And then, okay. like, you know, Burger gets knocked to the ground. Well, I mean, maybe she was just in mid-flip when it was, like, kapowie. <laughs> and then, you know, I mean, you, you, maybe you jerk it. You know, maybe you jerk or something, you know, and it just flops. On. They clearly didn't have a dog. Or there sure as hell wouldn't be no burger on the ground, I can tell you that. It yeah. wouldn't last three seconds on the ground in my house. So then the cops just go for the jugular, right? And they ask him about cutting off his wife's head. Okay. But he just keeps saying that he can't remember how anything happened and that he didn't shoot Hope on purpose. (sighs) He keeps saying that the shooting, quote, just happened. Which pisses me off. Just nut up and admit that you killed your fucking wife. Yeah. Although I am really like, confused. it's obviously that, it, or it's obvious that they know that you killed your fucking wife. I mean, I'm, I just have questions. So, if if the child, which okay, man, child, I'm assuming, I'm assuming they're a grown man, right? If they're if they're able to kick him out, he's probably not a minor, right? Right. So, if your beef is with the kid, why is the mom dead? You see what I'm saying? I think it's because she was sticking up for him. Like, because they were arguing. Was this just like some sort of displacement? And, and maybe his anger towards the kid, he pointed at, at the wife. Maybe maybe the wife was threatening to leave him so that she could care for the kid. It could have been. I mean, I could see that being a thing. Yeah. Um, huh. But still, the, oh, it was an accident. I accidentally put my gun to the back of my wife's head and pulled the trigger while she was flipping a poor fucking burger. And drug her to the basement and cut off her head. Yeah. Oh, my God. What did he cut it off with? Did they find, like, a, a saw or, or a hatchet or, or something? I, it was not stated. Hmm. hmm. But I'm thinking that with the blood trail in the garage, he might have went in there to get something. I'm just thinking, I mean, he was in the kitchen already. Yeah. So maybe he got a knife of some sort. That is so... I didn't mean to do it. He does admit that they were still arguing at the time. And that at the time that the shooting occurred, he says that his son is the reason that he pulled the trigger, not intentionally, quote, not intentionally. (sighs) What? And after four hours, they end his interview. The son's the reason he pulled the trigger on accident. Yeah. I have no idea what that means. (laughs) This is like the shit that like this guy thinks he's going to get away with murder with. Well, clearly he's not thinking properly. So he sat in jail for two years after this. And while he was in jail... The police found searches on bottle silencers and if a pillow would silence a gunshot on his devices. Did they find any evidence that might have supported that he used something as a silencer? No, but it was also like middle of the day and no neighbors heard anything. It was just the so like the fact that he was looking up these things makes it seem this is not a random heat of the moment type of thing. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got it, got it, got it. It is most definitely premeditated. This guy's an idiot. <laughs> yeah. 
three days before he was due to stand trial for murder, he changed his plea from not guilty to guilty on a plea deal, and he was sentenced to 50 years. And he will be 94 years old if released. Good. Yeah. Although usually the sentences aren't that bad, so I'm surprised. Especially on plea deals like that. Well, I think it probably has to do with hacking off her head. Yeah. And if you're going to hack off someone's head, at least hide it a little better. Yeah. Not but I'm like, wondering. No, she got shallow. shot in the head, so that's impossible. Just kidding. Not like shallowly burying it in your cellar basement thing. Yeah. I mean, because obviously you're going you're gonna to be able to see that the ground has been disturbed recently, and it's kind of just like a beacon. Well, I think what happened was, so he shallowly buries the head in the basement, and then he covered it with all that flex duct. Yeah. And I saw a picture of it, the flex duct and stuff that they were, that they had seen, like it was like a crime scene photo, and there was a lot of flex duct, and so I think- Oh, he's probably thinking like, oh, no one's going to go through that. Well, and it covers up any disturbed area with all of that. It just looks it like won't a, look, yeah. It just looks like a pile of flex duct. You wouldn't see disturbed ground okay. underneath it all. I'll at least give him that. But yeah. he's still an idiot. Oh, for sure. I, I mean, you I did all this. accidentally blew her brains out. You did all this cleanup, yet you didn't take, like, you didn't take the time to clean any of the blood on the basement stairs, which would immediately lead them to look in the basement. Yeah. Or outside. Yeah. So I'm thinking that, like, like I said, all of the blood outside, like patio, patio ramp, yard, yeah. garage, was him moving the body into whatever vehicle he used to dispose of the body on the bridge. Well, unless I'm wondering, like, if it isn't, like, the patio and stuff, if the patio and everything was, like, wood. Yeah. Maybe the stairs to the cellar were the stairs to my cellar is or my basement is their wood, and it might have just soaked in and stained. It, yeah, so it might have just stained it. And maybe they he couldn't get it out. Yeah, that's true. My question is, in which case I'd be building a new staircase. What I want to know is how long was the body there? I'd did say he at like least two days? Well, did he keep the body at the house to cut off her head for two days and then disposed of it that morning? My, I mean, and then went and reported her missing as this person was calling in her body. Yeah, like my assumption would be he dumped it the day they found her. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. So, so he kept her body in the house for two days. Yeah, that's just fucked. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. I mean, you're worried about your son doing drugs, but you're out here doing fucking murder. Yeah, that's. There's there's no there there's no evidence that points to anything other than he did it. Yeah. So wow. Yeah. All right. But needless to say, we got a murder. A murder. And we got a who done it. And we got a conviction out of it. And we did. <laughs> there's a Woo! lot of my stories that don't end in conviction. Celebrate. <laughs> <laughs> we got that bastard. <laughs> You're going down. Or, well, you already went down, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> but I On guess. On to the inner bitchin'. Yeah, let's do it. Oop, oop. See ya. <laughs> Welcome to this week's inner bitchin'. Today's topic is popular wedding songs. Number one. Love of My Life by Harry Styles. Number two. Nervous by John Legend. 
Number three. Thank God by Kane Brown. And number four. Sweet Nothing by Taylor Swift. And welcome back from the inner bitchin'. So, what do you have for us today, Natasha? So, I know it's it's been a while since I've been in my comfort zone, you know, because my favorite thing is cryptids. Those are the ones that I like to, to cover the most. But, you know, we've switched it up. We've, we've had some spooky stuff and some random stuff and stuff like that. So, it was, it was good. But uh, I'm going to get back to my roots here, and we're going to hit up a cryptid and let's see if you can guess what it is. Before I get to it. Okay. Okay. So this cryptid was first reported in 1995 in Puerto Rico and has since been reported pretty much everywhere from Maine to Chile, Russia, Mexico, and the Philippines. There have been over 2,000 sightings reported, and the name literally means goat sucker. Any ideas? No. So the name stems from the beast's reported vampirism focused towards livestock and goats. And this, dear Kristen, is a chupacabra. <laughs> that chupacabra. Okay. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so- <laughs> Sorry. Um, whenever you said goat sucker, all I could think about is I oh know that God, we have- Oh my God, the goat man episode. We have some listeners <laughs> that- um, know me and know where I work at and they work at that same place and I have been informed that they cannot forget the Goatman episode. <laughs> well, we and like to I, leave a mark. All I could say was, if you like that, check out our Patreon. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's it's way better. Like, t- totally hit it up. Yeah. I'm just like, uh, sorry for your ears. <laughs> yeah. So this one, I mean, it's been on my list since but yeah, this one, this one I've been looking forward to. You know, it's been on there, and I just finally went went for it. So, oh yeah, it's actually been described in multiple ways. Like depending on where it is, you'll hear different descriptions of it. So in Puerto Rico and Latin America, it's said to be reptilian and kind of alien-like, um, heavy creature about the size of a small bear sporting a row of sharp spines or quills reaching from the neck to the base of the tail. I'm kind of picturing, like, lizard porcupine. Yeah. Oh, my God, what is it with me and porcupine things? We have the puck wedgie, too. Oh, I forgot about the <laughs> puck wedgie. Was that, was, that a, was that on here? Yeah, it's on here. Okay. The, that one I was... couldn't remember if that was regular feed or Patreon. Yep, that one was regular. <laughs> puck wedgie. <laughs> <laughs> I just love saying their name. Uh, so they are also said to have a leathery, greenish-gray, scaly skin and typically are about 3 to 4 feet or 0.9 to 1.2 meters tall. It's also said that they sometimes have glowing red eyes. And that's, you know, the basic description for the one side is lizard with red eyes and spiky and 3 to 4 feet tall. Which, ew. (laughs) I would not want to deal with one of those. Yeah, no thanks. The southwestern United States describes him as more of a dog-like creature. 
See, because whenever you first said it, like for some reason in my mind, I got like a fuzzy animal looking thing in my mind. Yeah. That's what we're used to. Yeah. And, you know, rumor has it that it stands and hops like a kangaroo up to 20 feet or six meters and has a set of large fangs. They say it's kind of similar to a bald wolf-like beast. So think wolf mixed with that ugly-ass cat that has no hair. A sphinx cat? I don't know. That wrinkly, looks like a wrinkly ball sack. That one? I've always wanted to pet one of those. Ew, not me. If I want to do that, I just stick my hand in my husband's pants. (laughs) (laughs) It's also been reported that it has a snake-like tongue and leaves a stench that's similar to sulfur. Oh, my God. You and the tongue thing. (laughs) (laughs) I was just, uh, yeah. But my thing is, like, so supposedly it it emits a sulfur smell. And I'm just going to go out on a limb and say, you know, what is known for sulfur smells? Do you know? Rotten eggs. Besides rotten eggs and farts. Ghosts. Demons. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So maybe they're like jacked up hellhounds or something. Ooh, that's a good idea. Maybe they went into hell and it singed all their fur off. (laughs) See, for your section of the podcast, I have to like dive deep into my like supernatural watching days. Oh my God, I love that show. Uh, But yeah, so speaking of the sulfur smell, maybe... Maybe I have a demon in my washer. Oh, that's just your well water. Yeah. So if it, <laughs> I've been there. <laughs> if it rains. Oh, yeah. Super hard. Yeah. Or you use a lot, a of, lot water of water mm-hmm. in a day. It just reeks. Yep. Throughout the whole house. It just comes up through my washer. It has been like that since the dawn of time. Or I'm, at least it, since I'm not I was... the only one that it happens to. Yeah. At least since I was there, it, it used to do it all the time. Yeah, so we just like shut the bathroom door and turn on the fan. Yeah, it 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 gets pretty gnarly. Uh, some witnesses have reported that the monster will hiss and screech when it's startled, and that after they saw it, they were nauseous. Which I maybe that's with the smell or something, but it just it's weird to me that you have the you know, Latin Americas and all that are are. Very reptilian, scaly, spikes, queel, queels, 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 <laughs> quills, um, and, and that kind of thing. But then you come up to like North America, and all of a sudden it's a hairless dog wolf thing with big fangs. To me, those those don't even sound like it should be the same species of creature, right? Maybe it just adapts to like its area that it's in to like try and blend in a little bit though but i just feel like they're so different that it's not like you're comparing gus to a wolf you know what i mean it's like a goldfish to a bird like they're not even remotely close maybe they all started out as like looking like one certain thing and then as they spread out they evolved to match their area that they live in maybe but that just they're so different. I've, I've, it's hard for me to wrap my mind around that. Although I did. <laughs> did you know? Did you know? <laughs> Sorry for those of you who were not part of our conversation before we started recording. Um, oh, you mean like everybody? Uh, yeah, right. So I think, what was it I heard? That there's a type of whale that actually came from 
a deer-like creature. <laughs> Sorry, I had to do my whale noise. <laughs> okay. But yeah, so it used to be like a deer-ish creature and is now a whale. So I guess, I guess anything's possible. The initial attack that was blamed on chupacabras was March of 1995. A farmer found eight of his sheep completely extenuated. I can't say that word very well. Sorry. Thanks. With three puncture wounds around the chest area. Which I thought was interesting that there's three puncture wounds. Three puncture wounds oh my and gosh. only two fangs. I'm seeing like two big tusks like, you know, Siberian tiger with one goofy ass tooth in the middle, you know? You said tusk and all I could think of was a walrus. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to do it, but I stopped myself. That, that, I, was, I was going to, but I was like, nope, nope, I'm not doing that to people. We're doing all of the animal sounds today. Oh, yeah. Oh, Welcome gosh. to the zoo with yeah. Kristen and Natasha. Yeah, you said tusks. I didn't go elephants. I went straight up walrus. We need the sound of the lever. The cow says, moo. <laughs> um, so a few months after the initial attack, uh, Madeline, oh, my goodness. Tolentino witnessed a creature in a town that reported up to 150 farm animals and pets that were just slaughtered. In the fall and winter of 2018, there was an uptick in chupacabra reports in and around Manipur, India, which I thought was interesting. There were tons of mysterious murders of domestic animals and poultry, so I guess they're keeping it to small game. On the other hand, forensic experts had decided that the attacks were caused by stray dogs after studying the remains of the attacked animals. So, there was even supposedly a video in 2019 revealing the results of what was said to be an attack on some chickens. I... <laughs> Sorry. Oh my gosh, what was it whenever I was on CKCB? Uh... Oh my gosh, I'm going to have to shout out those guys and figure out what it was. But it's like Takak or something. It was somebody's last name. And so then they kept going, Takak! <laughs> Check it out. It's episode 69. <laughs> Why are chickens so funny? I don't know. Because! Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> um, an unnamed witness from the city of, oh goodness, Caguas? I guess C-A-G-U-A-S? Cagus. Cagus? <laughs> Something along those lines. Haggis. Sorry. Someone's going to at me. It's, it's okay. It's like Cagus. Cagus. Oh. Sure. But uh, they ended up getting pretty much a scare of their life. So they described the beast as having a huge set of bright red eyes and hairy arms, which I thought was interesting. And supposedly it broke in through a bedroom window, destroyed a stuffed teddy bear, dropped a piece of meat with a puddle of slime and then disappeared. Fuck yo, teddy bear. So, when I'm wondering, this thing breaks in through like a, a window, eats a teddy bear, drops a piece of meat with some goo, and then just bolts. That doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't at all. Maybe it's just some, and it had hairy arms. What did it have against that teddy bear? Ooh, maybe you thought it was real. 
Like it was like a real animal oh, and it tried to eat it. Maybe it's just like a little puppy and he just wanted to play. Because let me tell you, our dogs destroy anything stuffed. Yeah. Anything. Jarvis used, I used to get him like those like cheaper dog beds whenever he was yep. traded. We can't have those. They and get destroyed. Yeah, he would. It's not that he would just tear them up. Oh, no. Ours would chew a hole in the corner and then. For whatever reason, they'd just get the hole. And then they'd rip all of the stuffing out through this one hole. And then drag the empty carcass of a bed around the house. And just run around with it. I don't know what their problem was. But thankfully, we have not had any humping problems thus far. Well, Jarvis is intact. That's outrageous. Yeah. All right, so... Benjamin Radford investigated and was very skeptical about the whole ordeal that Madeline reported. And one conclusion that he made was that the chupacabra she reported sounded like it was a monster from a sci-fi horror movie called Species that came out, like, right before she made the claim. And supposedly she had seen it already before she made the claim. So it very well could have been based off of her seeing that movie. Yeah. When when was this? Uh let's see here. Hers was where are you, Madeline? Uh 1995. Okay. So not not super recent but not super old either. Yeah. His view was that the most important description of the chupacabra can no longer be trusted since it's probably tainted by the movie. So he's already saying like I'm not I can't take into account what this lady said she saw because she already saw that movie, and it's going to, you know, mess up her description. Yeah, like, she saw the movie, saw something, and she's like, that's what it was. Yeah, exactly. And he ended up putting the reports into two major categories. One was the Puerto Rico and Latin America reports that stated uh, the animals being drained of blood, and the other was the reports in the U.S. of creatures that he concluded were mainly wild dogs and coyotes that had mange to explain their hairless, awkward appearance, which could make sense. Yeah, I was going to say, that kind of makes sense. Yeah, I just, I've seen some of the pictures, supposedly, and I'm not sure. But David, or Dr. David Morales, a Puerto Rican veterinarian, inspected 300 supposed victims of the monster and concluded that they had not been blood dry at all. So they were claiming that they had all their blood drained and all that stuff. But when the veterinarian looked at him, he was like, that's actually not the case. They, I guess they still got blood in the tank. So maybe it just wasn't that hungry, but 300 of them. Okay. (laughs) What a bunch of snacks. All the snacky snacks. I don't know. My kid never finishes a snack. They're just tasting it to see if they like it. They got to find the right one. Damn it. This one's so positive. (laughs) (laughs) In October of 2010, Barry O'Connor from the University of Michigan also concluded that the U.S. reports were just coyotes infected with a parasite. And this is going to be rough. It's called Sarcoptis scabi. Gabby, it's S C A B I E I. Scabby eye. <laughs> <laughs> sure, something uh, with a scab. The symptoms of this parasite 
are that it'll leave the animal with little hair, thickened skin, and a largely unpleasant odor. Does that sound familiar to the description that yeah. I gave? Yeah, like pretty on the head, right? Due to the weakness this disease causes, the animals would have to resort to hunting domestic and confined prey since they're easy to get to, which would also explain why all these reports were of domesticated animals and chickens, basically. And, like, like yeah, like livestock. Yeah, that, that are, you know, limited to their roaming space, and they're basically fish in a barrel. Pew, pew. Yeah, so, I mean, that kind of makes sense. However, there have been tracks found at the scene of these reports, and it is said that zoologists could not identify any animal currently known to make those prints. So that's... So they have, like, a distinct print. Yeah, that nobody's been able to identify yet. Okay. Supposedly, there are also dead bodies that provided DNA that does not match anything we currently have on file. You said dead bodies? Like, so supposedly there were dead chupacabras that were found, and they took DNA samples, and it doesn't match anything in the records thus far. So, like... Like, it's an unidentified species of some kind. So, like, they look like the description that we've been talking about? Yeah. Okay. Uh, the one, the picture that I saw that was in that particular article was uh, not the reptilian one. It, it was, was the like a hairless, one. hairless dog. Okay. It was black. Like, all black. That's what I was saying. Maybe it was a hellhound that got too close to the fire. <laughs> um, in 2008, a police officer was able to catch one of these creatures on their cam. And I actually saw the footage of this. Oh, I want to see the footage of this. I'll, I'll look it up and, and show it to you uh, once we get done here. But it it kind of just looks like a hairless dog. Like, it's just black. It, although, it's something about it, you know, just doesn't seem right. So maybe it's, like, deformed or something. But th- So those are all the options that we have. I mean, that's the skeptical views. That's the scientist views. That's the believer's views. So, what what are you thinking? I mean, do you think maybe it's a canine with mange, uh, alien like creature that comes down, total bullshit altogether, or legitimate? I don't know. Like, I'm not. I don't think it's an alien. Yeah, me either. Although the alien, I feel like the alien would explain more of the Latin America descriptive type, with the scales and the the. Quills. What does it mean, that word? Quills. 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 <laughs> the quills. Jesus. Um, and, and the scaliness. I feel like that would probably lean more towards a quote-unquote alien species or something. Yeah, I don't think it's an alien. I'm not 100% sold that it's... Like, I I'm not going to rule out that it's not a thing altogether. Um, but... I don't know. I feel like it could go between legit and just like a rabid animal. Yeah. What what I'm wondering I'm like I said, I'm kind of I'm on the fence too. I'm not sure because I've not had as much exposure to, you know, the Latin American, you know, version of it. But and then and then I haven't been able to find like any videos or anything that pertain to that type. But there's been some, you know, videos and all of that for the, you know, North American one. And on one hand, 
I can see the the dog or wolf with mange or you know whatever it was. Other than the fact that I don't know how common mange, mange is, yeah, to the point where it would be completely hairless. Now I've seen some that have mange and they have patches of their hair gone, but uh, to have all of it gone and the big fangs. And what got me was the the DNA results. So the the footprint that they can't identify yeah, and the that's DNA results. That's what I'm kind of stuck on as well. Is the you you don't know like what this thing is. Like scientists have said, we don't know this print. We don't know this DNA. Yeah. Which on one hand, maybe it's simply it. Maybe it is a type of wolf or dog or whatever that has evolved, and there's just not very many of them. So they're not identified and it's just something that we weren't aware of. We just called it Chupacabra, but it might be, you know, Wolf X or something. What if it's like, so I watched this video a while back where this guy started like not wearing shoes and like he does like a lot of walking in the woods and stuff like that. And like his feet God, actually got suck. So his feet actually got tougher and like, his, his toes and stuff kind of went back to like, being able to spread out more for grip and his it was weird the things that it the changes in his feet just from like not wearing shoes which is very much an evolutionary thing for humans to be wearing shoes and so i guess my mind kind of goes to like what if it's a wild pack of dogs like it's just wild dogs their paws have just evolved yeah differently which it could be i mean i just what I would be interested to know is I know that they say they can't identify the DNA or the, the print, but is there anything in the records already that is similar or close to? Yeah. Like what kind, what's like the, maybe they're cousins or something. Yeah. Like what does the DNA most closely represent? Yeah. I, I feel like that would be really interesting. And I did find the video. Ooh, yay. I was trying to find it, but my computer wouldn't load it. So. Oh, look at the video. This is from the sheriff's cruiser. Last Friday, hours before sunset, the two deputies were checking fence lines near Credo. Look at that thing. They stumbled across that alleged creature of the night. The kills goats and chickens and sucks the blood out of them. And one of the deputies, there it is again, called it hairless with a long snout, short front legs, and long back legs. He said it's about the size of a coyote, but when he froze the video and saw its profile, he knew he was not dealing with a coyote at all. The county sheriff says he is willing to work with credible researchers who want to look at the video and help solve the mystery of the chupacabra. And if you don't know what this animal is supposed to be... I love his description. The animal that's uh, running around and uh, killing chickens and uh, sucking their blood. <laughs> yeah. Um, when I was thinking of it, I kind of knew what people say they look like. Yeah. But I forgot how boxy their head is. Yeah. More, you know, you take a kangaroo, but instead of like the dip in the face, it's more like straight, straight out. Straight out, yeah. But, and then he said the front, the short front legs and the long back legs. So it is, it literally looks like a mix between like a medium to large dog and a kangaroo. Yeah, so it, it's pretty crazy, and, you know, you guys should go look up that video. I literally just searched uh, Chupacabra video police cam, and the link just came right up. So 
give that a, a little look-see and, and let us know what you think because this one I, I feel like is one of the ones that has been a little bit more real for me, a little bit more believable than some yeah. of the others. Uh, so I wanted to make sure that I put something out there. And I mean, who, who doesn't like Chupacabra? There's even a Scooby-Doo with El Chupacabra, just so you know. Oh, I need to go look that up. Oh, yeah. It, uh, it was on, uh, was it so Boomerang? I think it was on the Boomerang app. Yeah. And uh, it, it's on there. So it was interesting, although I think their Chupacabra was like furry or yeah. something. So, but, you know, it is what it is. I think. I, I mean, like the ones that, I mean, that one, even though they said that it is somewhat hairless, it still looked a little furry to me. Yeah. So, but, but yeah, that, that's what I got for the Chupacabra. And we'll go ahead and move on to our, our housekeeping list. Cause yes, I have a list. So I don't forget if you guys want to support us, we have a couple ways that you can do so. We have our Patreon page where we have two tiers that you can have. We got a dollar, gives you a shout out, which, you know, it's a little bit, been a little upsetting. I haven't been able to shout anyone out on an episode in a while. So if we could do that, that'd be awesome. Uh, you also get early access to episodes. Usually uh, they get released on Saturdays. Then we have a $5 tier, and it's got some absolutely hysterical content on it right now for bonus episodes. You also get early access and a shout-out. So that's all on the Patreon page. And those are also accessible through the website. So the website yeah. has everything on it. I mean, you've got... All of our episodes are on there. Uh, you can leave reviews on there. You can contact us on there. There's a spot on there, a little microphone button. And if you click on that, you can actually leave us a voicemail on the website. So that's kind of cool. Um, but there's all kinds of stuff. Our social media links are on there. All that stuff's on there. As far as social media, I mean, we have Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, TikTok, threads. I mean, we're all over the place. So you can find us just about anywhere. One thing that I, I want to ask again, something we want to do is potentially if we if we ever get any feedback and listener stories, we would love to put, you know, one of those maybe you know, like at the end of the episode or something just to kind of get your guys' stories out there. And we like to hear about them too because, you know, they're, they're fun and spooky and all that stuff, which it doesn't have to just be spooky. Maybe you have a true crime Yeah, like story. if you have like an episode, like if you have, a case that you would like covered. And I know I've had a couple people ask me to cover a specific case. And I know that that case is going to be heavy. It's and... going to be hard. I mean, it's going to be, uh, you're going to have to let me know by the way, when you do that, because I'm going to have to try to find something that's not very depressing. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I would, I would love to have requests. I mean, honestly, sometimes it's hard to me to just find, what to cover, like whether, you know, there's enough information out there because there is a case oh, I've that I've been asked to cover you. and like there's no information that's like out there about it and it would be a two-minute episode for me if yeah. I told you about that one. But yeah, I would love to get recommendations or just requests and stuff like that and we just want to hear from you guys even if it's just like a, hey, I listen, like yep. love you guys, like not even like just to know that hey, you're you out there. you guys suck. Yeah, I don't like, even cool. care. Thanks for messaging us. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but also, you know, with that, like, you can email us at our email. It is uh, theredrumpodcasters at gmail.com. 
Um, rate and review us on all of your platforms, please. It, it really helps will, us. Yeah, it'll help boost us into, like, whenever people just search for something random that will pop up. But, yeah, I mean, you've already covered the website and everything. and Yeah, and, and there's something which I was going to mention or talk to you about. But, you know, what the hell? We're just going to go ahead and include all of our listeners into this, too, just so that they know that we're talking about it. So a lot of Christmas traditions, right? You have your stories and your musicals or songs or whatever. And they used to, way back in the day, get together on Christmas Eve and tell ghost stories. Oh, yeah. I Yeah, I've heard of this. So it, it is... It was like an English tradition, isn't it? Yes. It, yeah. is, it is currently August, and I would absolutely fucking love it if we got some stories from our listeners... That we can put in for a Christmas Eve spooky story time episode. I'm down. I would love to do that. That sounds so cool. Yeah, I think it'd be super cool. Yeah, we could get, some, you know, have a little food or some drinks or something. So please submit your stories so that we can make this happen and we can have a fun Christmas talking about ghosts. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I could probably supply a couple stories, but I'm going to need a little help. I don't know if I could come up with like a whole episode. Okay, I probably yeah. could, but it'd be really boring to just hear about mine. I'd love to hear what you guys have and. And stuff like that. I know I've, I've talked to a, a few people just about their experiences and, and just you know, gave them our email and just, hey, you know, type them up, whatever, send a voice memo, record it, whatever you feel like doing. And we can work on getting it in here just because, you know, we think that'd be super awesome. But uh, but yeah, so that, that's pretty much, you know, everything we have. I will say this. If you do submit stories to us, if we ever get stories. If you want to be kept anonymous, please, like, state that. Yes, please do. Otherwise, we're going to say whoever you are. Yeah, because that's kind of part of, like, oh, you submitted a story, so you kind of get, like, shouted out somewhat on the pod. So, And also, if you do not write it up a certain way or specify whether or not it is whatever your pronouns are, you're just going to get whatever the hell I feel like calling it. If it's a boy name, you're getting a boy, and if it's a girl name, you're getting a girl, and I'm sorry. But if you don't specify, I'm just going to go ahead and blanket statement that so that nobody can get offended later okay so specify if you want it specified type it up that way because whatever you type we'll try to keep it all like that so just want to make sure i touch base on that before it's a problem <laughs> yeah so but yeah hopefully uh we hear from you guys like i said check us out you know rate review do all that fun stuff and you know you can always reach out for you know for anything really feedback or anything like that so uh, i guess we'll go ahead and Wrap this one up and uh, take care of yourselves and we'll talk to you next week. Stay strange. strange.